you give him the time, as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where we talk about poetry, faith, family, humor, the things that come into our heads. We talk about the books that Tim has published and his thoughts on things that go on. My name's Dave. And my name is Tim. The, uh, Sorry about the long ex- intro. Oh, no, that's fine. That's less I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, we, we hope yes. that uh, everyone uh, is listening or watching uh, uh, gets through the podcast, uh, enjoys it, and uh, hopefully is, is blessed by it. Yeah. So. And I'm sure it puts a smile on somebody's face every day, big brother. It does mine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with us, is there? No, no, nothing no. wrong with us. No. <laughs> so, Tim, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we are going to read poems and discuss where faith leads us. And all of the poems are from Living in God's Rhyme. Okay. Okay. I forgot to bring my book over, but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, I'll just slip over there while you're reading the first one. No, 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 no. Oh, you've got yours right handy. Oh, there it is, folks. Yeah. Living in God's Rhyme by Tim Carter. (laughs) That's the one. The latest and greatest. Yes. So, now that I put it back where it belongs, well, where where I store it, we will go on. This first one is called The Gentleness of Faith. And it is found on page 125. Okay. Excuse me. I've had a dry throat all day. Our faith is a reflection that upon recollection by those whose lives we passed, we will see a love that lasts. Our faith is not quarrelsome. We speak in gentle tones to those who do not know the Son, so they see the love he has shown. His spirit may raise our voice, though never in anger, but in joyful song of a love that will make eyes moist, as the lost find that for which they do long. Love is gentle in its forgiving, as shown by how we are living, that as Christ redeemed us at the cross, so now we may live without the loss. The loss of the love of his promise, the gift of his grace, that with Christ we will rise, when his call will end our race. For God so loved us, he gave his only son, so we could join him and be the ones to share, to care, to be there, anywhere, anywhere he calls. Standing tall so others hear, there's no fear in God's embrace as the world we face. Without love for others, for our sisters and brothers, our faith is but mist in the air. So how to the lost do we share? Pray that our faith leaves no question of who God is and who we are in Him. May the gentle love of God be the gentleness of our faith. And uh, uh, my reflection on this that's in the book was, I was led or more likely meandered through four books before getting the inspiration for this poem. It came from 2 Timothy 2.24. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. 
Hmm. That's interesting. God's love is gentle. Yeah. Uh, yes. And he's slow to anger. And in the past, and in, in, through, through, as shown in the Bible, yes, his wrath does come out. Right. But for those of faith, uh, his love is gentle. His love is true. It is never changing. And it is righteous and just. Okay. Yeah. And we that. should be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that just it just all rings true to to what that poem says. Yeah, and and we need to be gentle in our faith as we share it with others and as we live our lives. Right. Uh, and show the gentleness of His love. Doesn't mean we got to be uh, allow ourselves to be pushed around or eat up or. It just means that love of God, that love is Jesus loved us. Yeah, I think if you do that, your life would be uh, much better off, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> it would be a whole lot less stressful, would it? It would be, oh yes, uh-huh. And you know, it's, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm sure it happens to, uh, without a doubt, that you know, every every Christian, they, they have those days where it's all... They're they're all about Jesus' love and it and it fills them, and then mm -hmm. there's more days than not that are that way that His love just fills us, and um, because we're open to it. Yeah. And and when we're open to His love, letting it in, it 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 exudes out of us, I believe. And uh, you know, I have gotten to the point, and I've mentioned this before, that I, when I pray, my prayer is, uh, Lord, uh, open my heart, but I, I, I pray, Lord, I pray that today I open my heart, that, that is my will and my desire to open my heart to you, so that you may lead me. It's not just a matter of saying, Lord, lead me through my day, but I pray that he helps me open that door that may be closed or partially closed or swinging back and forth, blowing in the wind. <laughs> blowing in the wind. There was a song like that. Bob, I didn't think Bob Dylan was going to come up in this, this episode. I thought we were finished with him the last one. But... Well, okay. huh? he did have he did have an influence on you. Yes, he did. Yes, which he did. there's nothing wrong with that. There's been many, well, many a, a musician had an influence on me. Yeah, but he 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 had two Christian albums, mm -hmm. and uh, one was called Saved, and the other one was uh, Slow Train Coming. See, now I had heard of Slow Train Coming, just the name of the album. I'd never seen yeah. it. But I had never heard about Saved. And until you told me he had two Christian albums, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's cool. Yeah. There's hope for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. Well, not, Look at you and me, Dave. There's hope for all of us. 
Yeah, I was going to say, not that we're Bob Dylan, but... No, but there's hope. <laughs> there is, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I thank God that there is. Yeah, we live, in that. we live with that hope. Yes, and yeah, that's what uh -huh. makes us a, a good Christian, right? <laughs> well, and we've been given the hope of the resurrection. We've been given that hope that in the end, we're going to be with Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, let's move on. Okay. Okay. The next one is found on page 63. It is called, His Word May It Lead Us. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Paul, Peter, Timothy, and Jude, books and letters written to show us the way to God's love, the love of his sacrifice, the love of his grace, the love he has for us, the human race. Jesus said, Believe, be baptized, and spread the gospel. We should not only pray, pray every day for those who have not heard his mighty saving word. We should speak so that we reach those souls we know of the gift we have received, so they will not be deceived. We need to shout to the world about that Jesus saves. He is what God gave, so the end will be better, so it will not be bitter. Afterthoughts. As believers, we can meet in clusters so that faith and desire we can muster, that as we leave the room, we do not have a sense of doom, but the faith to share, share that we care, that others hear what we hold dear to our hearts, so they may start to see they can be, that what they can be, to, so they may start to see what they can be, that when with Jesus, they will be free. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's how we live, what we should do, the examples given us, the direction given us, is is all there in the New Testament. You read the, the four Gospels and then the letters, the epistles that were written by the apostles. and Right. Everything we need to know is there. You uh, read much of, of Jude? Yeah. Do you, I, uh, I really haven't. Um, I should now that I want to read that I just uh, with this with this poem. But I was I don't know much about him. I don't remember hearing much about Jude as I was growing up. You know, you hear not. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You hear the big names. Well, yeah. As I, as I do air quotes around that, folks, I'm sorry. You hear the big names like, you know, Timothy, Peter, Paul, um, even David. But you don't hear, you don't, I don't hear, I don't remember hearing a lot or at all in church about Jude. No, it's, he's, he's one of the, the shorter uh, uh, epistles that are written. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's written for a specific reason. And now that you mention it, in all my years of church attendance, although my memory, you know, fades by, you know, about five minutes ago, I may not remember what I did, but <laughs> I don't remember it either. But uh, that's, you know, one of the nice things about getting through the whole Bible is reading things you probably hadn't heard before in church. Yeah. That, and the, uh, uh, and I, I think you take the, uh, you take Paul and Peter and John, 
mm-hmm. and uh, in their letters, uh, being apostles, they, uh, you know, Paul is a, a convert because through through God through in Jesus, and the uh, experience he went through uh, mm-hmm. to become uh, a Christian and be a, a believer and a supporter and promoter of Christ. Uh, you know, yeah, they're the big guys, uh, but even the little guys have something to say. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really odd that this, this came up. Um, <clears throat> I was coming home from work last night, and I was listening to a podcast I've mentioned before by Greg Laurie, and he was talking about uh, King David. And during all this conversation that he went through before we, he really got into what happened between him and Saul and, you know, the brothers or the, but anyways, he was saying that all of the apostles were not great people until Jesus brought them in to the fold. They, some of them were pretty nasty people from what, now this is the way he described it, not me. <laughs> I am not a minister or anything like that, and I haven't studied the Bible like, like you have or like as he has. But just to, to say that some of these guys weren't all that nice, and then all of a sudden they met Jesus and he turned them around, and they were, they became the apostles. I think well, that, that was you know, pretty interesting. I can speak to Paul, who was a, <clears throat> a Jew uh, associated with the, the, the Pharisees of the Jewish faith and mm-hmm. he, he did go around persecuting Christians and, and some, some were put to death mm-hmm. but that experience on the road to Damascus where he was blinded and in the presence of God and, and converted yeah he, he was he was very and not the kind of person that you, you would have thought that as a human, that we would have thought that God would have chosen. But then again, when you think about it, that person whose life has changed so drastically, so dramatically, and not just an about face, but a complete uh, renewal. Yes, renewal. Uh, of their life. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be very powerful. Very powerful. Yes. In, in what they say, because... They know they they've experienced the worst. They've perpetrated the worst, and now they're there to share the best and see that others have that opportunity to share the best yeah. that God has yeah. to offer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just amazing. Amazing. They were talking about one who was a zealot, and I don't remember. I want to re-listen to it now, and it makes me want to look it up, but. It was it was amazing. It was, and I didn't mean to change the conversation or go off. But when we started talking about Jude, but in the very beginning, you were talking about um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, Timothy, and Jude. Yeah. And the letters. I mean, it just it just it's weird because all of a sudden last night that's what I was listening to, and because it was the next one up. It <laughs> when I listen to a podcast, folks, it's always the latest. Especially if you're on Apple, um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it's the latest. <laughs> you know, so that was the one I was on. So it was pretty well, interesting. Well, that's uh, 
amazing how God's working with you. Oh, isn't it though? I, I, that, I'm today, a huge name come up comes up tonight. You're going to read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. <laughs> okay. I've already made. I'm making notes over here, folks. I know you. You're used to seeing me do the note thing over here, or not hearing from me for a minute or two. But yeah, there's a few notes over here about tonight and tomorrow. Okay. Um. But yeah, what do you say we move? We uh. We, I'm sorry to do, divert us from where we were at, but let's go on to the next one. What do you think about that? All right. Let's do that. This is on page 34. Okay. Called the rhyme of God, the rhyme of me. There may be no rhymes as in other times, but it is not that the Lord has struck a lost chord. If he did, it would be sung in every church, as every church bell was rung. His rhyme is his word, the scriptures we read, through which he plants the seed, with hope that we have heard. His rhyme is his word, the scriptures we read, through which he plants the seed, with hope that we have heard. It is through his grace that we see his face in those we meet and those we greet. If we believe in us, if we believe in us, lives his rhyme forever in time. He will not deceive. Then I decided to write about something right, but it got wrong. I got it wrong because it was me, me, just me alone. I can wander in this world oblivious to all that is good. I can try by myself to lift myself up, up above the hustle without the bustle, and fail because the bustle of this world is the hustle that tells me all I see is all I need. Then I awake, then I awake from what I hope was a dream, hoping that all is not what it seemed. I look in the mirror and see the reflection of what I used to be. What I used to be before my Savior redeemed me, made me righteous in his eyes, the eyes of his Father in heaven above. Every moment of every day I felt his love, a love for me and those who surround my life, who have oft times run aground. I pray that what I dream is never real. I pray that what may seem somewhat surreal is nothing more than a bad dream from a bad movie scene. As I live, I pray that temptation I turn over to my Savior who has conquered my sin, no matter where I've been. When I turn my back, I lose my sight of what is wrong and who is right. May I focus my eyes, the eyes of my soul, so that to my sin I die. He has mended the whole. In my reflection, someone once asked me at a book signing where the name God's Rhyme came from. For the first book, from him I said, he is the rhyme. Later, I realized I had also a poem in the book with that title. As I've said before, what a memory. But <laughs> yeah. It's, um, just to go back a little bit, uh, this is uh, just here, there's a sudden change where it says, goes from, if we believe in us, lives his rhyme forever in time he will not deceive then i decided to write about something right and it's those things happen they happen when i'm going along and everything's good and suddenly <laughs> i decide to put my put my own two cents worth into it and it turns sour but <laughs> it's, you know it's and we talk about what faith can do for us and how gentle it is 
I, looking in the mirror and seeing what I used to be opens my eyes and I can, and God gently welcomes me back and lifts me up. And I am blessed. With faith, we, it's easier to overcome those times that the world comes, you know, running head head first into us and headbutts us. And <laughs> it's, it's faith. It's not. It's not where suddenly you say, "Hey, you know, you messed up right now. Now you go sit in the corner for a timeout for five minutes, and we'll come and get you, and everything will be cool." No, it's welcome back, Tim. Yeah, I love you. So yeah, it it's gentle, and and we need to express that, as I mentioned in the first one, we need to be mm-hmm. gentle when we express our faith to others. Yeah, Kind we do. and loving. The one that really got to me was um, the the stanza. What I used to be before, my Savior redeemed me, made me righteous in His eyes the eyes of his father in heaven above. Every moment of every day, I felt his love, a love for me and those who surround my life, who have oft times run aground. Yeah, that yeah. one struck home with me because I have run aground numerous times. And I have too. you were the one, you were the one who realistically helped me get back in, in touch with God and, and my really true feelings about God. So, that's that's why I've always liked that one. It made me feel good. Uh, that's all I got to say on that. Well, you amaze, <laughs> you, you, you amaze me that how some of this affects you. And I, I was just thinking maybe I wrote these for you. Maybe you did. I, I mean, know. some of these maybe from the beginning maybe I wrote them for you, Dave. It could. It, well, it's it's helped me <laughs> helped me in starting or, or, or getting back towards the path yeah. of where I need to be. And I'm liking the path. Don't get me wrong. I think the path is great. But I like that he's allowing me to go at it at my speed, which might be a little slow for some, <laughs> but might be faster than others would want to. I don't know. It's it's working for me. But the important thing is you haven't stopped. No. No, you haven't no, stopped. no, no. Because I'm, I'm more curious now about the things that we talk about every week. And I'm hoping that our listeners are the same, feeling the same way. I mean, this is not just about about God, it's about poetry too, but it's also about, you. we're talking about your poems as you read them, but we're, we're discussing it in reality my life as we go along <laughs> and how I'm growing with it. That's. Pretty cool. Am I? We're, we're like this is like a three pronged thing we're doing. Hey, here. you know what? I I might have the next uh, title for the next book if there is one. Rhymes for Dave. <laughs> I wouldn't go quite that far. You've okay. already got one picked out. Yeah. I, for, I forgot what it was. Now it was in the last. We talked about it in the last one. Well, go back and listen to it and tell me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, let's okay. move on. Okay. I think that's a wonderful idea. Okay. Well, you want to <laughs> again. I'm amazed. This one, you thought it would be a wonderful idea. This is the wonder of God's ways. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that happened. I don't know. Found on page 182. Are you ready? I am. 
God's love is shown and Jesus is known, as the words of King David are heard many years after and many years before, after the creation and before the resurrection. In times of grace and in times of waste, God's love for us never falters, never fails. His is a love we may never understand while on this earth we are merely man. David writes, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. And that is from Psalm 103, 7 through 12. How can we on this earth understand this love? We live our lives struggling for love while we struggle at times to give our love. We shake our neighbor's hands with winter gloves. If we have fear of the Lord, the awe and respect he deserves, we have opened the door to our hearts to receive his grace. If we truly believe and accept this and are not reserved in our faith, he is faithful to forgive and remember never. Be thankful that as Isaiah writes of God, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And that's from Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Live in awe-filled wonder, and his voice will not thunder because of who he is as we live. He forgives. By faith through his grace we have the gift to forever live through the death of his Son who took upon himself our sin. Be thankful God is who he is and always will be. Be thankful God loves you and loves me. Be thankful God created us in love, so by believing we will see him in heaven above. God so loves us that he sent his only Son to die for our transgressions. If his ways were our ways, we would still be dying in those transgressions. Be thankful and accept his love, the gift of his Son, so one day you will be with him when with this world you are done. Hmm. And I, I have to tell you that one of the three verses and three the Bible verses that I have in here, the two of them just volumes to me uh, from the Psalm 103 the Lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love he will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever and, th and this he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our inequities for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his love for those who fear him as far as the east is from the west, so far has re he removed our transgressions from us. That just, oh. That is a love. It is beyond understanding. Oh, yeah. And then from Isaiah, I am always 
I am so happy. I am so, I think we should all be blessed with what this says, that when God tells us that his ways are not our ways. And he says, uh, Isaiah says to be thankful that, uh, as God says, for my ways are not your, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Well, that one's uh, powerful. It is. I mean, and mm -hmm. we should be so thankful for that every day. Oh, yeah. And, um, it, when, when people try to understand God's love and explain it sometimes, I think those two tell us maybe why we can't fully explain it because it's beyond our it's our it's beyond our complete understanding that of that there is a God, the only God, who is mm -hmm. that way. Right. So that's what I have to say about that. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, think about it, though. In my thought, what I was thinking about in that whole thing was that it still comes back down to God's love for us. Mm -hmm. Even though his ways are not our ways, or our ways are not his ways, our thoughts are not his thoughts, and vice versa, it's still, you had mentioned to me last week, he knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> but... He also knows that we don't think like he does, and thank God for that. I'm sorry. Oh, well, oh, yeah. If, if, if yeah. we were created in his image and through sin, you know, we have wandered. Mm -hmm. The original sin, we have wandered. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, his love is always there. Yeah, and it's overabounding overabounding is that a word abounding overflowing over yeah okay let's go with that <laughs> i like the overabounding too but i i overflowing. i don't think it's a real word no i don't think so either maybe on wikipedia but not here <laughs> i'm gonna look that one up now all right david is writing yes okay i'm sorry and then, I, I hope you learned how to i hope you knew how to spell that word <laughs> B O V E R B O U N D I N G. Overbounding. Oh, I thought you said overabounding. Oh, it could be that too. See, I don't. I got to start wearing my hearing aid. Well, I I could talk clearer too. <laughs> okay, you win. Okay. <laughs> well, after that little series there, um, back and forth. How about we go to the next one? Next one. All right. This one is found on page 135. It's called An Eternal Heart. And uh, starts out with a verse from uh, 2 Colossians 4.16. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are be re being renewed day by day. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. As our years pass, our outer, our outer, forgive me folks, 
As our years pass, our outer body shows age. In the book we write of life, every year turns a page. But with God, every day our soul he renews. The outside and the inside present different views. From 2 Corinthians 4.17 For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. In the earthly life we live, we will face trials and troubles that will test our faith. It is in each trial and trouble that we find an answer from God that is beyond our mind to understand, because His ways are not our ways. He loves us for all time, through all the hours. The strength of our faith will grow as His seeds, as His seeds God does sow. Seeds of love for Him in those who are meek, so that at all times, in all things, it is Him that we seek. Again from 2 Corinthians 4.18 So we fix eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. It is only with God that we can look upon the unseen with the hope and promise that goes, with the hope and promise that goes beyond our being. We have the promise through Jesus, God's Son, that after our death for eternity, with him, we will be one. We live in a temporary state in these jars of clay, knowing that we will be with God at the end of our days. Through eternity and beyond, we will be forever with our Heavenly Father. We will live forever. Just um, a little side note here. In the last uh, couple of weeks, I've been reading. Few weeks, I've been reading First uh, and Second Corinthians, and I found them to be very powerful in instructing us how to live the Christian life. I just, uh, I, I truly love them, and I I could read them over and over. And I think every time I read read it, I would find something new something that I didn't see before, but then again, all of the Bible is, is powerful. This is true. Sorry, I disappeared there for a second. I had, I, I wanted to go get my Bible because <laughs> mm, okay. I was wondering about something and then I figured it out as soon as I opened it. Oh. <laughs> well, you had two Corinthians. I didn't realize it was kind of like two different times. Two, that two, they two letters. Yep. Yeah, so, and anyways, it's, um, I was paying attention, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, every once in a while, when Tim brings something up, I have to, you know, all of a sudden, I've got to know what he's, more about what he's talking about, because I didn't, I don't like to pre-read the show notes too far in advance. Because I don't want to form thoughts, and then forget them when the poems are read. I prefer to read, to hear them just like you're hearing them. In essence, I've read every one of Tim's poems that in out of the books, but I, it, I feel you're getting a, more out of me because it's all brand new in a sense. You know, I think that's, it's a positive uh, way, uh, a positive thing in the podcast is the spot yes. in the Andy. The fact that it's not all pre-planned, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, and he, like you, even with what I say after reading a poem, I have not thought out ahead of time. Well, a little bit. Uh, some things like this last thing I read had written in the show notes about reading in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not until we get to the, the podcast recording that these things come to mind, partly because of what I read and, and more so because of the questions you ask. And yeah. The comments you make, you know, they make me think. And we all think <laughs> differently, thank goodness. Uh, it's a good that oh, we all yeah. have some similar thoughts, uh, the same thoughts when it comes to God, but, you know, we still, even when it comes to our relationship with God, we all have, we're all different in our thoughts. Yeah. And it, and it helps us all, it helps helps me grow. Oh, me too. And But but that's just it, folks. I mean, and it's like, Tim's books are important, but so is this book. That, is, that is the most important book ever. Yeah, and I... I'll be honest with you, folks. Shortly before, shortly after we decided to start doing this, I went out and ordered one online. <laughs> and, of course, I wanted... <laughs> it says giant text. <laughs> so it says here... Uh, yeah, the Holy Bible, giant print, full-size Bible. Because, <laughs> you know, with age comes the need for giant texts. But, um, it does help. It does, and it has to be the most interesting book I've ever read. Mm. And I'm not finished. And you keep rereading it, so it's got to be a good book, right? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> again, I reread it because... Uh, Every time I read, I, I, there's something new, something that strikes me that was always there, and I may have may have struck me before as something that I wanted to incorporate in my life, or you know that I needed to do. But over time, I maybe forgot it, or maybe it just I just kind of as I'm reading, it didn't strike me like something else that I had read. Mm-hmm. I mean. Because I find that as I yeah as I read it, and I I would imagine most people are that way. As you read, there's something new in it. Or if or or if there's not in that one read the day you're reading, there's a chance that it just simply reinforces what you uh, received from it before. And I think as humans, we need that reinforcement. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm, also, it dep- I, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think also, you could have read this Bible yesterday, cover to cover, and you go back at it today, and something different happened in your life today to make you look at something different. It was like we talked about last week with a river. Was it last week or the week before? Mm-hmm. You know how you go to the river today, it's one one river, you go to the river tomorrow, exactly. it's a completely different river. Because the river never stands still, and no. God's love for you doesn't stand still either. It's kind of it was kind of amazing to me because I mine keeps growing, and as I think mine grows, I think his grows. Because he's the more I'm willing to love him, the, the more because you're open to it. It's I get you're open from to it. loving him. Does that make his, sense? His, his love is overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. But and, so I, and I like that feeling. more when we're open to it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it's so, so easy yep. to uh, let him in if people would just let him in. I'm always amazed at how, how people will fight to keep him out. <laughs> He's not yeah. fighting to keep go in, to keep you, to bring you in. He's just saying, I'm here. Come on and get me. Yep. Might not be the right way to phrase that, but you know what I mean. In a sense. I mean, I don't know. I just think that I agree. And it's more people. Not necessarily to. getting better. If the more that do, the better this world will be. The, the Bible predicts it. Yeah. That we're going through some strange no. and unusual and rough times in front of us. Yeah. You, you. Yeah. Again, I think about it once in a while. We've talked about this. How must God feel to see us going the way he said was going to go if we continued on this path? That's got to be a little disappointing. Well, more than a little disappointing. It's got to be, you know, like, God, we, I told them this would happen, but they didn't listen again. Well, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how he put a... Yeah. Well, try to understand God's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he yeah he he's been angry, and it it, it mm-hmm. you know and it, it's written about his anger, uh, so we know he's he he shows anger, but we know that his love is. Sometimes I'm not sure it's worth trying to, no, got to word this one right. Okay. We need mm-hmm. to know how God loves us. We need to know why he loves us and we need to know what we need to do by accepting jesus as our lord and savior for what he has done for us in our lives the forgiveness of sins that we have because Mm -hmm. of his death and the salvation we have because of his resurrection but for me if i try to think go beyond that and wonder i can ask myself about god what he thought of something or what this or that but as he said in his ways are not ours his thoughts are not our thoughts our thoughts are not his his ways are infinitely higher than ours yes above ours so yeah sometimes it's kind of interesting to think about it, about that but then i come back to the sorry sorry tim but your ways are not my ways, and my ways are not yours. And right now, there are things that are going to happen I'm in control of that you probably don't understand. You just need to know that in the end, yeah. you keep following Jesus. In the end, you will be okay. You'll be better and okay. You will be perfect. Oh, yeah. I like that. In the end, you will be perfect. <laughs> once you hit it, once you get to heaven, and once that day comes, and we arrive there, we will be perfect. But we still won't be like God. No. Well, no. Okay. I would hope not. Nope. Don't want to emulate. Don't want to be <laughs> like because I don't want to be him. <laughs> he got too much responsibility for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does. Yes. But he knows. Yes. He knows I, it all. Yes. Yeah, and that's great. It's 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 it makes me feel yeah comforted to know that he knows all. It kind of warms my heart, yep. you know. That old saying warms that's your true. heart. Yep. Yeah. Or the warm fuzzy, you know. You get a warm and fuzzy feeling when you walk out of church on Sundays? I have some good feelings, yes, and I have some of those uh, you know, there's times in church that you have that, but yeah, most times I leave church feeling much better than when I went. Well, I shouldn't say, well. That's good. Yeah, much better. So you were feeling good going in and you feel better coming out, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, that's good. Even even when, I'm, well, even when I'm told that, you know, there's something in my life that I need to change or mm -hmm. something like that. I leave feeling better because I have learned something and I will change something that has been harmful to me. And if it's not something that draws me to God. So is that what you're hearing in church or you know, there may be, you know, in church. Yeah. In church. Okay. You know, you're, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the pastor has a sermon and it, yeah, it's yeah. not just you. Well, sometimes though, right? there might be, only a couple of us, a few of us, that what he's talking, you know, part of what he's talking about is something that is affecting us right now. It may not be every member of the congregation, but, and then there's things that I'm sure that are true of everybody sitting in that oh, church true. and the pastor. I certainly appreciate it when he says, and I am the worst sinner when it comes to that. And that's what our pastor will do. Yeah. <laughs> he will do that. Is it? Well, that's, and that's what you want out of your pastor. That's an honest guy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would too. I'm. I. When I find a church, and once I finally get one out there and doing it, I'm going to hopefully do a, a situation with new days off where I can go do that more often, because I don't have to go to work in the afternoon. I may have time to actually go do some research. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they got a lot of responsibility. They'll have hard. They'll have big shoes to fill, as far as I'm concerned, as a pastor. Um, and the reason I say that is because of the two that meant the most to me in my life growing up. And we've talked about that before. It was Father Bennett and or Reverend Bennett and 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 Doctor Daniels. They were big influence on. They were both a big influence on my life, whether they they know it or not. Um, all the way from the early days of going to church to now, you know, I can still remember some of the things that Dr. Daniel says and the same with Reverend Bennett. He was very, very okay. prolific. I think the word I want to use for him he was a great man. But anyways, I, I, I digress way, way back. <laughs> um, uh, we'll get off of that soapbox and on to the next soapbox. And folks, don't forget you where you can find us uh, in the show notes down. And if you keep scrolling down, that's where they always are. No matter what app you're on, they're down below. And 
And if you're on YouTube, they're down below. But don't forget, tell your friends. Um, any, tell your coworkers. Hey, do you realize what I listen to on the way to work or while I'm sitting around in the afternoon on a Sunday? Or do you do you realize what I, what I listen to? I like this stuff. You might too. Tell mm. your friends. Also, as of today, we're darn near hitting a milestone. We are very close to hitting the 2,000 mark on total downloads. Now, 2,000 may not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but this is a very small niche that, that Tim and I are in, and we're pretty happy with those numbers. Make it sound like we're lost. We'd like them to be better, and I think they'd be better if you tell friends about us. And uh, with that, I am done talking about how to find us. <laughs> well, no, I take that back. No, but you're saying how to find us, not please find us. No, okay, I don't think my, we're lost. For my old brain. How to find us, yes. Yeah, tell your friends. Okay. Yep. I, I have friends that I haven't talked to in years who might, in. Be, who might enjoy this. I need to, I need to reach out myself. So... Reach out. There was used yeah, to be a commercial yeah. called. Yes, remember the commercial? You used to reach out and touch someone. It was like I think it was AT and T years ago. It was a. It was a, It was a. It was a commercial folks on television about talking about. about I think it was the regular I think, it, I think it was the old rotary dial. Phone. I don't know if that was about cell phones or it was about regular phones, but it yeah. was. Please make a long. I just remember the commercial. So can charge you more. <laughs> yeah, reach out yeah. and touch someone. Yeah. Anyway. Back in the day. Oh, you remember those? <laughs> Number one, her mom lived actually about 10 miles away. Oh, really? I spent less oh, money goodness. in gas if she'd gone up there every day and back than I did in long and phone calls because it crossed the line and it was long distance. And I remember getting a $300 phone bill one week, one month ago. I looked at it, I go, you're talking to your mom every day, sometimes twice. Would you not get off? Go visit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was, I had to call the phone company and say, can I, can I restrict her long distance call? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. It was, it was more expensive yeah. for her to call her mother than it was to uh, call, shoot, New York. Sometimes technology has and been it, beneficial. It was like 10, 12 miles away. You got to stop this. Okay, let's, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer as we end today's podcast. Dave and I thank you for leading, for your leading us through the day and into tomorrow. We pray that today has been pleasing to you and honors your glory. We pray for our listeners and viewers. We pray for their needs, healing, and the salvation of those who have not yet accepted the gift of your grace by faith. We pray, Lord, for this world in which we live. Oh, Lord, for this world in which we live, we pray, Lord. Father, we pray that as Christians, you lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us with the truth of the days we are living in. We pray for the nation of Ukraine and its people, its leaders, those who have fled the country to find safety and those who are still trying to leave the country and those who are staying to fight the invading army, the invading army of their enemy. May their faith and determination be an example to the entire world. 
your Lord prepare us and our listeners and viewers for the coming week. We pray that it is you we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, may it be your hand clasped around our hands so we may feel the grasp of your love. And we pray this in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. And folks, don't forget, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And don't forget, Dave, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us because we, we are his with Jesus. Thank you, everyone, for listening. God bless you, and have a great week. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye.